I really just got out here to say that this is the best podcast out. The end. Let's start the show. They never said the Sites podcast was too much. Who knows more about music than us? The Sites is a black podcast in all genres with a sprinkler pop culture and a shit ton of food. If you know from DC, you probably don't know what Sites is. And it's from no Huh, welcome to another episode of this bullshit. I say that I'm the coast, but I've been seeing the letting go. And then I stand and let it go. I say I'm not going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Why are you doing your hair like that? Holler. Woo! A hit. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all right now before we even launch into it, we're talking about summer anthems this episode. And I love summer because it gives me like reason to look like a slut because I look like a slut year round. But this one gives me an actual reason to. And I also love summer music because that is where Cupid music thrives. I literally have a playlist muse that only has, th- it's called Summer Summer Baby, Summer Summer BB to be exact. And it only has three songs on there. Azalea Banks, Along the Coast, Robin, Beach 2K20, and Tropical by this girl Sinead. Now Sinead Harnett, a black girl named Sinead. And those are the only songs, those songs are summer. I feel like, yes. <laughs> I never heard the El Tropical song, but Beach 2K. We'll play it, y'all. It's a hit. Everything. And then Along the Coast, we don't talk about Along the Coast enough. Don't. actually got bops on it, even though that's not my favorite project of Azalea Banks. Correct. <sighs> wow. Hey, y'all. It's the doll. <laughs> what would Rihanna say? Hello. It's me, Robin. <laughs> she was really having something to say on uh, what song was that question existing? Hello, this is Robin. No way, no way. We got to do Dream, Dream Down. She said, mm-hmm, Dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I don't understand why she did that. She literally was just in the camera, looking in the mirror, taking selfies. And she going to turn around, show her butt, and say, mm-hmm, Dream. <laughs> what is wrong with the children? People be crazy. I love it. Like we say, but we love it, and we're crazy. So nuts, bags of pecans. <laughs> I love that for us. It's cute. I feel like it's our signature crazy that that made us famous. Our signature crazy that made us famous. Exactly. Shout out to Camille. I wonder what she's doing right now. Like this very second, she needs to be listening to the sites. That's what she needs to be doing because we do have an episode that people should be listening to featuring Dwight Lazarus. Such an informative episode. I was so happy he was here. Yeah, smart person. Love it. And we haven't had in-person interviews in a while. I miss that. Yeah, because you know everybody is giving very much COVID. Very (laughs) much. Y'all got cooties and booties. More cooties (laughs) than booties. So anyway, we're super excited because not only is Summer Solstice officially here, but music is out. Music is out. The world is open. The day parties are day partying. The rooftops have rooftop. Stephanie not going outside, but we outside. 
That's y'all hashtag. <laughs> I mean, DC is vaccination nation, so mm. I'm good. But I also, know we got our unvaxxed and unwaxed, so. <laughs> I think people are still taking it a little bit overboard, but I have heard like loud music in person outside since being vaccinated. And I love that for me. <laughs> I don't know about y'all. I don't know about y'all. Yes. What song that is? Bow Wow. Oh. I don't know why it resonated with me like in my spirit just now, but it was a thing. It was called The Future. It was on the Beware of the Dog album. Oh, you really... Went out on the limb like um, Tina Marie on that one. Well, you know, Spring <laughs> Tour 3 was like my first real concert that I went to. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But my own, like, bought my own ticket, had my family give me spending money, like that type of shit was Screen Tour. Because I was the fifth member of B2K. I told y'all that. Come on, get the, fam- get the family give you spending money. That used to be a thing, getting spending money. Because where, where else was I going to get money from? I ain't work nowhere. Oh. <laughs> he wasn't earning his keep he was learning his keep I know this right well first on the Dakisha is music being out like so much music is out and so much music is about to come out I'm actually not prepared to stay in the house so go get tested go get vaccinated all of the things because I'm like music festivals are happening there's so much going on well I think my issue has been, unless you have something gay, you really not going to hear the songs you want to hear at a party. So I think that's why I'm like, music is out, but I'm not pressed to go out because a straight party is not about to play um, the new Doja. Oh, <gasps> music. Like, I heard what it's like in real life at a gay thing. Oh. Like, I was at the gay bar and sitting outside of course and they was playing what it's like the day after it came out and i was like only can happen in gay spaces hashtag because the strength is not gonna play that i still haven't heard need need to know yeah need to know sorry oh i thought um bomb coming out of some speakers i still haven't heard that loud outside of the car no it's a problem like that's why i texted you i said oh this song is a real hit i just heard it at the club well at the bar same thing for us. Right. That song is an issue. It's crazy because the production is so minimal. It really gives Doja Cat room, space, permission to go off vocal, like everything wise. Not even powerhouse vocals or runs or nothing like that, but the vocal production on that song is so intricate that it's woven into the beat. And you would think that it was music when it was really her hooing and hawing. Yeah, come on, hooing and hawing. Okay, so we're talking about Doja now. <laughs> so um, her album comes out Friday, the 25th. I guess that's when this episode is coming out. Um, so y'all gonna have to wait for our review, but you know we're gonna love it, so. She got David LaChapelle to do her artwork. I'm sold already. What I love about Doja is she really think it's 1999, 2000, because she is really, she really leans into the era model. She really leans into dragging out an album because the girls today give you one single and pooch. Nooch. Like Hot Pink came out, what, two, three years ago? And she been milking it. And I love that. Keep milking the music. Hmm. I might need to look that up, but I feel like you're right. It came out at least 2019. 
Right. Right. Or maybe even let's look. Let's be let's be correct. We don't want to spread misinformation. I'm looking right now. It came out November 2019. Yeah, so that makes sense, but that's still a long run of an album in today's time. Because Peso mm-hmm. came out and then she was still performing that in variations and at different award shows all the way through this year. Yep. And we was eating it up every time. Oh, down. Different girl, different person, different sound every single time. But she's just now starting to put out music that wasn't on that album. Like, Streets video just fucking came out this year. And still no one has topped it. Oh, and won't, probably. I mean, the fucking video for I, for Need... I keep about to say, I need you now, like Smokey Norfolk. Need to know. I need you now. So emotional. That's one chance. <laughs> Speaking of street, But those is that girl... Um, Y'all will never be able to compete, hold up. You can't com- you can't compare. It's giving gorgeous next to cute. Gorgeous devout. Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a gorgeous next to cute. Yeah, Doja's about to set the world on fire. Love that for her. Love that for us. I want to talk about Gabby. Wait, can we do her at the end? Because we have just so much to say. Okay. I, I, we need to discuss her at length, cause yeah, and that's why I'm like, let's do her last. Okay, Tyler the Creator also just dropped a new song on his album about to come out. He had the internet searching the webs and going off for no reason, talking about colorism and shit. But I actually like the song. Like, let's talk about the music. I like the song a lot. Okay, but I'm confused because he is slobbing his girl down in the like video and. Like, I thought he was saying dick up when he coming to the party. So what is the truth? <laughs> I told y'all once and I told y'all twice, these niggers are not gay. I do not think that Tyler, the creator, is anything other than a straight man. You don't think he was booed up with that white boy that be in all his IG pictures and that he did a whole album about? No, I think that these rappers are just playing with the double standard and making it seem like it's a thing for the, the clicks and the claps. I don't believe in my heart of hearts that Tyler, the creator, wants to be in a relationship with a man, wants to marry a man, wants to fall in love with a man or anything like that. I think that he had some little locker room fun with a couple of guys and thought that it was cute to actually tell the truth about it. That's <gasps> Are you saying the girls be lying, Muse, about they having? Just be giving a circle jerk set on a regular basis and it just never comes to the light of day. So the double standard is girls could be gay and they go back to marry a man, but men can't. And I think that Tyler and like Jaden, because Jaden had a full old girlfriend yelling from the mic that Tyler created was his boyfriend. No, you, the white girl is in the wings. No, Ty, I thought Tyler said that and then Jaden got mad. No. It's the other way around. It was Tyler and then Jaden was like, cut the mic, dead ass. <laughs> with a girlfriend waiting in the wings. Like, no, no, what I'm saying is Tyler I'm, said it and, and Jaden was like, don't do that. Right. But, Jaden is still in the realm of dude that plays that line when it's not nothing going on sexually. Oh. Like, if it wasn't for Frank Ocean and those Ricardo Tishi pictures popping out the woodworks, I would have thought that he was down to the ground, too. Like, I don't, I didn't believe him at first. You didn't believe Franklin Oceanic? I I didn't believe Francis. 
well, then she had a ball and was swirling with the white children, so. Well, then it started to become more real, but a lot of the, I've said this before in the cast, I feel like, or maybe it was our group chat and I didn't bring it on air, but Tyler <laughs> ain't fooling me. It's a, he has a female love interest. The internet was mad because she wasn't a wokanista and didn't have natural hair. She, did, she wasn't 4C or 4B or whatever. She wasn't brown skin. But Tyler is one from California. Right. People not black in California. If they are black, they look mixed by default. And he allegedly like niggas. So why do y'all care whether his girl is Queen Sheba or not? <laughs> oh, it confuses me. The Sheba I, is queen. So like to nip that in the bud, the music is good. It sounds like some real... Queens, the production wise, it's not like some real Queensbridge, like hardcore early version of hip hop, but he rapping like himself over top of it. And I like that juxtaposition. But that nigga straight. Oh. Hashtag to me. The doll has spoken. You know, um, Muse is the gatekeeper of gay. So <laughs> I just feel like I don't lie. What says goes? <laughs> It's giving, do not pass go, do not collect $200. You like women. Ignore the noise outside. I live in New York, everybody. I had to say that on like a work call the other day because I live in Southeast and this girl drove past my house at 11 in the morning when I be using the porch as my office, blasting go-go. <laughs> the car in front of my house directly <laughs> got out and started twerking with her friend. Mama said the cultural reset, baby. Listen, I'm just mad that I'm not involved. I'm like, sorry, y'all. I know this is a work call, but I live in Southeast. <laughs> okay, who else? Oh, Cardi continues to eat Migos up on their own songs. It's her job now. She don't work jobs, but she is a job. Hello? I don't need the Migos on type shit. It's Cardi's song. I really don't understand why she was so nervous about, like, new music in this sophomore album because I've liked every single thing. Cardi don't put out no bad songs. No, she don't. And I wish that WAP would have really put the battery in her back to stop bullshitting because the time is now. She needs to strike And not out. for nothing, WAP don't hold a candle to um the to, to hype type shit or um her song with Kylie. Big Paper is everything. Big Paper is the song. She need to make that song of the summer, I think. Paper should have been her first single. Like, where's the video at? Yeah. But, you know, DJ Khaled too busy um, sucking from the tea of Gabby because he had her singing all of them songs that sound like she should be Rihanna. Even though I like them, but whatever. Uh, we'll get to that, we'll everybody. <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah, Migos is mid on type shit. I haven't really listened to the rest of the album. Do you care? Like, it's no shade, but I just feel like their time is kind of, like, past. Like, you know how, like, Future's time passed, and I just don't, you just don't care no more, for real? Yeah, Future haven't made a good song since March Madness, to me. Um, Migos got a song with Drake. That's the only other song I've heard, aside from type shit. I look for their features now, more so than listening to their full projects. Yeah, it'd be too much of the same thing, I feel like, on the album. But you know, I can't talk too bad about the newer rappers and the trap girls because Corey will have my head and he on this episode. Will. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll dive into Migos in full at some point, but this other stuff I, I like better. Like, this not on the docket, but BJ the Chicago Kid about to hit us over the head with several things. Can't wait. I'm ready. 
I've been because I still we still need that tour. He need to fucking sing that album to me and you directly since he canceled our concert. RIP to the family. You need to talk to Savoy again. He need to come on the cast. Um, they're using him as like a bookend for scenes in the shy. I've been catching up, and it's oh, called Life in the Shy that is going to be everything when it drops. He sounds like Smokey Robinson. I love him. I want him to do a song with Lucky Day. You want everybody to do a song with Lucky Day. Because Lucky Day is duet fish. All his duets be good. I was about to say, you must have rubbed the lamp like the genie because he got a song with every girl. Every girl. Masego is hot because, you know, Masego thinks he is the, the every girl's cold. Speaking of fucking Never. representation and colorism and stuff, I don't know why these girls be acting like Tyler, the creator, need to have brown-skinned girls or dark-skinned girls in his video. Just watch Masego if you want to feel seen. And the thing is, he not probably talking to them type of girls either. It's just for... Not for in real life. Yeah. Masego ain't dating no brown-skinned girl in real life. Let's be serious. I want to stop and give fucking Daryl Hargrove a... Is it Hargrove or Hargrave? I think it's Tierra Hargrave and Daryl Hargrove. I want to get. I even realized that they got the same last name, basically. Basically, and both from Baltimore. That is funny. Okay, go ahead. Get the dog his flowers. Yeah, so Daryl from the Oprah Rose show directed his first video with Britney Spencer, also from Baltimore, randomly, but like moved to Nashville and became Country Fish. Love that for her. It's a song called Sober and Skinny, and the video is everything. It's um, Nikki Fletcher and Daryl, but ate that. He really tweeted, I want to direct a video next summer or something like that. And it came true. I love when my friends do big shit. Check out the video. We love to see it. We love the natural talent turning into a career <laughs> and a resume build. Right, because creative directing is in that blood. Um, but no, I really like the song. Mama said... <laughs> Well, once you get sober, that's when I'll get skinny, sis. <laughs> Eat your boyfriend, please. <sighs> I love that. She said, you keep picking up the bottle and I keep opening up the refrigerator, doll. What is it? And the people don't be sober, especially now in the Casamigos um, pandemic. Well, the district of Casamigos has spoken and I reside there. Child. You do need to, like, uplift actual Mexican tequilas, but that's really for another show and another time. Um, but yeah, the CMT doll baby, Britney Spencer. Check out her video for Sober Skinny. We love you, Daryl. You're everything. Come on the cast. You're everything I need you. Sorry. Awesome. That just rose up in my spirit. I love when things do that to you. I know you don't care because she a born performer, but I kind of like Snow Allegra's new song. Uh, silence. Stephanie then mentally went to the bar like I did when we was down to Fillmore at her concert. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't got nothing for her. I got Sinead Harnett now. I don't care. <laughs> Not the replacement doll, baby. <laughs> Listen. I also am interested to see what's about to happen because people were kind of reading her album artwork. Like, they said, okay, what is she about to give? But then the video came out and it made it make sense for me. Like, I like the song. I like the video. What I don't like is... <laughs> You know, I got to be objective and subjective. Right. She's the R&B headliner for Broccoli Fest. And no one has ever made me go to Broccoli Fest solely for rap. That is going to irk my spirit. I have to go because it's in D.C. And it's around a time frame where I can, like, get my feet wet in festivals again because scared. But 
I'm not gonna be at her stage for long. She don't do nothing live. She don't do nothing. She has no stage presence. She do sound like the album, but like, what do that mean if you not? She's not an entertainer to me. I, no. I, I would and like to it. me, it's not enough. In my opinion, it's not enough to sing well. You also have to perform. Yeah, Beyonce taught everybody and people didn't learn yet. And if you don't perform, it's just like, well, how are you selling us on the music? How do we know that like you really in the booth feeling this music? You can pretend to sing like a black girl all you want, but when you do it in person, we need to feel it. And I don't feel nothing. We was raised on Mary. Mary making you feel. How you doing? Shout it out. Sorry. 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 Sing. Feeling, feeling, feeling. You got some Doja on, on live right now. Let me see what she giving. Once this fucking numbing shit goes down. Child, she was at a dentist and her face swollen and her wig is lifted up. <laughs> Stephanie just stopped the show because Doja said boo. And we over here listening to her with a fucking mouth full of gauze. <laughs> no, really, her mouth was huge. <laughs> um, last thing on the new music docket for moi is Tone Stiff. I've kind of been following his career for the past three, maybe four years. He's done a few different collaborations that I really like, and he dances well, which is not always. Oh, I didn't know he danced. Yeah, he has a couple videos where he was like choreography cunt, and I was like, oh. When he was what, sweetie? Choreography cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop talking, period. But he has a collaboration with Kiana today, and he made her sound like a whole new girl. Love that. A whole new girl. <laughs> A new vocal cord inside of you. I mean, not that she couldn't sing before. I love Kiana Lidey, but she was like, it sounds different with him. And I like that. And then it's another song where her is ying and ying around the nooks and the crannies. But you know how she has that song with Tony Braxton where she just plays the guitar and she don't sing? I yeah. Want this is like that on his EP. His EP is oh, cute. FWM. It stands for Fuck With Me because Toxicity. And I like it. I think everybody should give it a chance. He's one of the up and coming like new male voices that I like, especially since Usher has recently gotten on my nerves. I can't well to what I used to hold him to. Do people know about that? Do we need to briefly co go across that? Moral of the story is the streets are saying Usher a bad person. And that's not okay because that's supposed to be my Libra brother, but you can't <laughs> send you hate being at odds with a fellow Libra. Because it just be like, what y'all doing? We're supposed to be a community. Libra community. Zodiac community. Ballot community. The fuck? Come on, Libra community. But, um, I mean, yeah, that's late. Justice for T-Pain, but also not justice for T-Pain, because he said inflammatory. But, the, but I will say, though, that I'll say two things. I will say that Usher wasn't Completely, I'm gonna say something in in support of Usher. I'm gonna say something against Usher. In support of Usher, I do think that when T Pain came out with Auto Tune, Auto Tune did flood the industry in a way that the girls didn't have to sing no more and singing went out of style because everybody just wanted to do the Auto Tune thing. 
But on the other end, Usher, very soon after, you did O, and that had a bunch of um, auto-tune on it. And if you felt that auto-tune was so whatever, you would have had some moral standing, Mm -hmm. and you would have had some um, scruples, and you would have stuck (laughs) to the fact that you don't like it, and you wouldn't have done it, but you did it anyway for a bag, because that's what was popular, and that's what was making money at the time. So I feel like in a lot of ways, like, that make him a hypocrite. I don't like that. I don't like that either. It's just a notch on the belt of nasty that I'm not interested in coming from Usher. I also don't agree with what you're saying from a business aspect. If you thought that it was going to do you some justice to also yin-yang-yang around the pond of computer music, then say that. But don't make it seem like T-Pain is not a good entertainer, can't sing, and all of these other things because he came back with the style that was also in R&B originally. Because that's not the he wasn't the first time first person to put one of them tubes in his mouth and sing with the piano. No, but no, but auto tune and voice box is two different things, though, doll. No, they are two different things. But T Pain brought it back in a way that made them sound similar. He just turned auto tune all the way up. Chris Brown got auto tune on every song, and we love his voice. It's not new. T Pain just used it as an instrument as opposed to just something to make you be on pitch in the studio. And Usher should have just sat there and ate his food you know about to wake me up out of my sleep tell me i'm a bad singer and all of this stuff because of something i'm putting in music to make a new sound or recreate a new sound and then you go and do the same thing a year or so later and get paid more than me i'll fight you on this airplane <laughs> i don't like to get paid more than me part well because oh it was a really big song and it was awful oh my god whatever it was called ow 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 King of computer and technology? What are you talking about? Will I Am is basically the IT specialist of music. Will I Am is a bad person, so. Apparently, so is Usher, and that's that on that. Well. Wow. Next up. Child, it's her. We got to talk about her. <laughs> Oh, we did everybody. Okay, it's her. Okay, so y'all know we give her a very hard time. With love. Well, with love. But, okay, okay. Do we want to start with the positive or we want to read first? I think that we should read first because you are softening to the idea of my way. What's your way? I like the album. I never disliked the album. I just said that she was a scammer. Because why you got 21 songs on there knowing 10 of them is bad, baby? So Give us a good, tight 11 to 14 out- song album. But you're trying to scam because you want screams. I mean, streams, dancer. She wants what? She um, wants streams. And that's why you got 21 songs of shit don't nobody want to hear, doll. But my thing is several things, actually. Come on, my thing is several things. That's late. I don't disagree with the business model of her album because one, it's on par with what the industry is doing. Everybody is putting out 20 plus track songs because they are specifically interested in streaming numbers. That makes sense. They're also uplifting features that have already done very well, putting them back on albums that are way past the time that that single was popular and then increasing the stream account that way too. But, If it wasn't for sequencing, if it wasn't for lyrics, if it wasn't for live instrumentation and all of those other 
mechanics on the album, then I would be like, oh yeah, this was a bad idea. But I think that she did a really good job. It is kind of slow. She does not really move out of the RPM or BPM that we like. That don't bother me. It doesn't bother me on this album. And I think that if you just press shuffle and see what shuffle got to give you, you'll be good. Because the sequencing is off. It was just like, all right, I like all of these songs. I want all of them on my album here. It does feel like that. Because the way that it goes, damage shouldn't be in the place that it's in. Um, no. Order shouldn't be in the place that it's in. But I hit shuffle one good time. And I was like, oh, that makes sense that way. Oh, that makes sense that way. And songs that we talked about could have been left off the album sounded richer or made more sense if they were just following the right song before. No, I want those songs gone. I don't. I still like Mean It. I still like Cheat Code. I still like Lucky. I like the album. Luck, no. Lucky, no. I think that her is just not the girl we expected to give us a 21-track album because it's her, and, like, it can get monotonous, especially if she not really using the full scape of her musicianship. But it don't bother me because the lyrics always hit home. I be going through it. And then... But you gotta entertain me. And Lucky is so... It's so down, what's it called? Trotting. No, <laughs> it's so it's like simplistic. Like it's not a lot of, what's the word? It's a word for it. When it's, when it's on lo-fi, it's so lo-fi that I'm bored. Hmm. Like even what's the, what's mean it is with um, Dark Child. Mm-hmm. It's so, I'm like, how you got a song with Dark Child and I'm going to sleep? It's boring. And it's, and it's so for me, them songs are no. I remade the album myself. As you should. We always do this on the cast. Um, I remade the album myself. It's 11 songs. It's amazing. I'll gladly release my version once I finalize sequencing. Mm. But I don't mind that, like, the bottom of the album is all slow songs because they all, they're all slow, but they all sound different. And she's saying good stuff. She's but, like, really good stuff. for me, I just feel like like exhausted, too lo-fi, boring. So like songs like Exhausted and songs like Mean It, those were the song, it was a section of songs where I was like, okay, she could have left this off of the album. But again, in context and switching up the sequencing, I felt like they had a better place. But in general, it would have made sense for her to do maybe an intro EP and then the album, like what Jasmine is doing. She would have definitely benefited from breaking this up into two. I just Mm -hmm. don't think that, she would have gotten the outcome that she wants business-wise if she did that. And that's why they have all of this fucking music on one album. We Going Crazy don't even make sense, but of course it's on here. Or whatever the song is, it's the other one that Kyla got where I'm Bryson Taylor. No, but I don't mind that song on there because for me, I think it, um, I, well, first of all, that's only on the Apple Music version. It's not on everybody else's version. But I like that she has the Khaled song at the end because it's saying the same exact, the same type of stuff she's talking about, same thing she's talking about in the opening song, We Made It. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think it's a really nice bookend for somebody who's been in this industry a very, 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 very long time mm-hmm. and is just now making an album and to have the start of your album and the end of your album be songs talking about making it after all this time, I think that's cute. I like the way that she I did I like it. that. I like, I like the structure of that piece. I just wish... Stories are supposed to have a beginning, middle, and end, and the middle is a chop. There's no hubris. And I don't like that. But 
I do really like the album. I don't have a skip except for the little baby song. Her, you are a fucking child prodigy. You did not get nothing out the damn mud. The song started off with that made me immediately go. Nah. Yeah, Madden is like actually gonna burn the studio engineers down for it, even making it so probably like crossing it out on his iTunes right now, like in blood. <laughs> I don't I don't I think that she did what she was supposed to do. I think it's gonna do well for her, but it's not the album I expected. I just still like it. And maybe that's um, not I like it way more than I thought it I was. Like, I mean, let's, let's run it down. Like, um, Damage, of course, is a hit. We already knew that. But, like, Bloody Waters with um, Thundercat and um, Kay Trinata. As Every, soon as I heard it, I was like, yup. Everything. Closer to me. Love it. Um, Process is my favorite song on the album. What'd she, you say? If she would have come out with Damage as the lead single, followed by Process, and then maybe slid us down to bloody waters, I would be like, perfect. Yeah, she not gonna do that though. Yeah, she not. Which is annoying. Stuff that irritates me about the album is that like, Slide is probably one of my least favorite songs of hers and I feel like I was forced to like it more than I'm supposed to because it was on every fucking playlist in 2018, 2019. It was on the soundtracks to movies. It was in fucking backgrounds of scenes on your favorite TV show. It literally was everywhere. And I was like, we get it, you from California, you needed a collaboration with YG, but this is not the music I want from you. And it ends the album, or at least on Spotify, ends the album because streams. It's already in the like billion streams of the fucking out, it's got more streams than every other song on the album because it's been out for fucking years and years and years. Come on, years and years. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I don't enjoy rappers from California unless it's Kendrick or um, Schoolboy. Other than that, I'd be like, it'd be melting my ears too bad. It just, um, I don't know what it is about the cadence of California rappers, but for me, they sound slow. Like they sound a little remedial. Yeah, it's not good. Don't want to hear it ever. Um, a few songs. So I didn't really listen to the song. I will, I couldn't even tell you nothing about it. Um, but Hard to I feel like I, I feel like songs fifteen to nineteen is like a whole moment, and it just gets messed up with exhausted in the middle. But that's hold on, don't hard to love, and for anyone, those songs are the are like songs. Yeah. Hard to Love is one of my favorite ballads of hers ever. It's hard to love. It's hard to trust you. And like she really be playing these instruments. And then the writing on this album, she got Stacey Barth. She got at least one of the girls from Nova Wave. Of course, she has Tierra Thomas and Chris Brown. Like she really went in on certain stuff. I randomly like the little Ghetto Paradise song, Paradise with Young Blue. I, but I really like Young Blue. So I'm biased, but I mean, yeah, that song can go. Sorry, I like I like it. He got that song with Drake. I like too. And and honestly, as much as I love Drake, if Drake part wasn't on it, I would still really like that song. Oh, <laughs> see, what do we call that? Growth. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have too many qualms when I listen to it. I do listen to it in full on shuffle. 
Back of My Mind is even a good song, and I don't like it. Yeah, I like Back of My Mind now. That's like a new one. I'm like, I'm sorry. These are the songs that I instantly like. Like, I heard the first time, I was like, oh, baby. But yeah. Back of My Mind, I like. Tyler Dollar Sign sound like he had some licensures. Um, and um, and what's the song that I say that I'm kind of into now? Chico. It start boring, and then, it get, and then it get good. I like the melody on Chico a lot, because I never heard her do that before. Hmm. I like when people stretch their vocals in a way that we never, like her, and she's good about doing that, but sometimes the beat will be familiar, and then I'm like, well, it don't count. I need to hold right. But yeah, the song of the album, my favorite song of the album is Process. Sorry, oh, Process, as she pronounced it. What's your fave? Process is the best song on the album. Oh. It is. Well. It will always damage me. You already know what time it is. Don't need a Rolex. Listen. <laughs> I don't even wear watches no more. Yeah, Process is that girl. It sounds like if Janet Jackson and Rihanna had a baby and made a song. And I like how she just be doing runs at the end for the last, like, 45 oh, seconds. Mama is wailing to the high heavens at the end of that fucking... How you sound like a guitar string? Like, how you sound like a violin? How do you sound like all of these instruments? Don't get on my nerves, Gab. <laughs> I don't know. I've always stood by her. I really like her. I think that she has made missteps in things that I like, because it's not missteps in her career. All the stuff that get on our nerves is stuff that's making her bigger a bigger name. It's not, no, stuff that she do don't make her a bigger name. It's her team that's making her a bigger name. And, well, it's the, and also, is the name even bigger? Because I feel like we're the only ones talking about this album. She's going to get a Grammy. Watch. No, but, you, but it don't matter if she is going to get a Grammy. She will get a Grammy anyway because of her team. But, like, I feel like we're the only people going up for this album. Yeah, I haven't heard no, actually, which is surprising because I'm the only one in the group chat that stands for real all the time. Everybody else who I've heard talk to about this album, they don't like it. They think it's too slow. Really? And this is straight, gay, black, yellow, white, Puerto Rican, and Haitian. Like, literally everybody else that I've talked to about this album, they was like, no, her can go. I don't like it. And that's several people. I meant to tell y'all that today. But that's what I'm saying. And that's why we need to do a study around her career because. I mean, we're standing the album, mm -hmm. but don't nobody care. According to, I thought nobody cared. You said nobody even liked it, but she's still going to sweep the Grammys and no one, everybody's going to be like, for the album we hate. Like, it's like, it's a, it's a disconnect between the fan base and mm -hmm. the industry because the industry thinks she is the thing and the people are like, hmm. and we live in because it's a process. <laughs> She said, I don't want you to protest. Woo, music. I don't know. I think that business-wise, this album is super smart. I think that from what a I like perspective, she should have chopped and screwed some of these songs and let me sequence it. And then from like a rollout, I don't know what would come next because the singles that she chose don't make sense. Come Through is a, like a hidden gem on the album to me. It only sounds good in the context of the other songs. That as a single still don't make sense to me. She only put it and out. And that song came and went, baby. It did. And the video and everything was cute. But it's just like, I'm still mad at Chris Brown for being in that video and not being in Seven Streeters video. But another conversation for another time. Um, I don't know. Her is so interesting to me. It's like, as much as I like her music and as much as I like fight for her, 
she do a lot of stuff that irritates me and I just don't understand how she's as mega famous as she is with music that don't nobody even talk about but us. Well, that's why we shouldn't say she's famous. We should say that she's just, she is omnipresent. So is God. Like, because she's not famous. Way. Like, if I were to walk up to people and start singing a song, they might or might not know it. And that's another thing they, okay. One thing, radio-wise, one thing I like about this album is, even the songs that you probably don't care for, this is randomly a very Urban AC album to me. Oh, they need to send Hard to Love right on over to Urban AC, because you know what? Hard to Love is a Tamar Braxton song. That's what I'm saying, like this, and that's, that's one thing I do like about her, because I think she uplifts musicianship in a way that could like one day be classic, because they put her in the room and she can stand against like older artists. You think that she would come up with like a young sounded album, but this album, it doesn't even mature her more, but it just sounds very grown up. I think that they could definitely play this after a Tamar song, before an Anita Baker song, and it would make sense. Mm -hmm. The other girls are not doing that. They do play SZA on um, Urban AC in DC, but her music is not naturally and automatically urban AC music to me. Right, no, but this definitely is. No, but I literally want Tamar to get on IG Live and sing Hard to Love. I want Tamar that, to That song, song would fit perfectly on Bluebird of Happiness. You put every song that you like on Bluebird of Happiness since the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> no, because that is such a good album. <laughs> Tamar got to be working on something because she do be hemming and hawing and singing for no reason everywhere now. Well, that's just her personality, no shade. Fair. Her James Wright Chanel just be singing down in the Christmas <laughs> life. Anybody want a pie? I got five pies. Yeah, five pies. Support support black businesses. I'm going to do a raffle. <laughs> Patty. Pat Pat. <laughs> he called that lady Pat Pat, and I lost it. Patty. Okay, um, so honestly, y'all, we really want y'all to listen to the Hurt album. Like, it's only 10 of us listening, and it deserves more. <laughs> Are you listening to, before we move on to our next segment and bring Corby into the mix, is there anything else you're listening to? Because no shade, her kind of got me by the throat. Everybody needs to be listening to the fucking Mackenzie cover album. That lady sings for nothing. Mackenzie Thomas, Cans from the Voice. Y'all know who I'm talking about. She sings down. The covers album don't play. Also, TV. I literally don't leave the house Monday through Thursday unless it's like very important or it's somebody I haven't seen in a long time. So I've been catching up on all of these new shows. Everybody, please watch Run the World. It's everything on Stars. The soundtracks to these shows be having me in the trenches. Like I be Googling lyrics. I be Shazam and Shazam don't even work half the time. And I discovered this girl. Her name is Abby Jasmine. She got this song called Artificial Lover. Come to find out it's a whole fucking project out right now. Uh, Bapianta. I was like. <laughs> is it a Bapianka? <laughs> is it Bapianka? Is it Bapianka? <laughs> Her project is called Who Cares? Bop Nation. <laughs> I love that it's called that. <laughs> Bop Nation, I care. She got a song with Guap Dad 4000. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with him. He don't even got a rap. But I don't know. I just be trying to discover the new girls. And she's a new girl I'm actually paying attention to. I've been listening to that hardcore. 
Um, nothing really else. The the BJ the Chicago Kids song I was talking about that I found on the shy is not out yet. I just keep listening to the snippets. I keep watching the episode to hear about it. A fan. Um, yeah, I've really just been on her and I've been on Alicia Bella, but I think I said that last episode. Did I say that last episode? I think I did. Alicia Bella's album still has me by the fucking neck, though. And you was trying to act like it wasn't a thing. And I was like, run it back, door, run it back. I'll be listening to Alicia Bella on the fucking Stairmaster. Like, that's how bad it is. It's not even that type of album. But it ain't. <laughs> Arts, Mississippi Gum Rights, fucking Summer 2009. Ugh. Music. Musica. But I'm just like sitting here waiting for the 25th to come so we can get that new hiatus. We can get that new Tyler. It's we so- get that new Doja. Then allegedly that new Sawatang. Allegedly, which I don't think makes sense. She needs to work that mixtape more because that mixtape deserves more singles, more promotion because that mixtape is cute. Nobody's listening to that shit except for you and Dre. And Dre don't count because he literally like everything. Well, one of the songs is a TikTok song. So it's the the one song that I like a lot is a TikTok song. So it is this TikTok song that I be running back all the time. Um, it's the, the little Adult Swim song. I, there's no words or nothing like that. It's really just a beat. I be putting it on the play in the background when I'm working. Um, um, and is that everybody that's dropping? Like so many people are dropping on Friday. No, it's more than that. Hold up, it's Tyler. Doja. It's Doja. Allegedly, sweetie. Yeah, I mean, she announced it on Jimmy Kimmel, but you're right. She hasn't promoted nothing on the it's not on her Instagram, so it might be a group in the gag. Yeah, if it ain't on Instagram, it don't count. Either way, I'm going to be busy with hiatus and Doja, so if y'all looking for me, that's where I'll be. <laughs> what would I buy? I'm excited for Tyler's project, too, because his last joint really hit me over the head. I'm still listening to um, Earthquake. You make my earthquake. It was so many gems. <laughs> I mean, he don't make bad music. Like, he don't know how to, so... I agree with that, but I had to, it took me a while to come around. When fucking Golf Wang and Tyler Creator and all of that first came out, I was not interested at all. But then Igor is probably my, his magnus opus to me. That's my favorite project. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. New Magic Wand could like be played. New Magic Wand is that girl. I think, I think my favorite Tyler is um, probably Cherry Bomb. Everybody loved Cherry Bomb. I only really listened today I only listened to the song with him and Erica Badu. Um, that's I only visit. But that's like more my set. My set, hashtag. Well, um, what's next on our set is going to be our skincare set as we welcome <laughs> in our skincare consultants to the stars. The stars being me and Muse. Right. Free David. So um, stick around after the break and we'll be back. With that good skin for the summer. Ooh. Oh, and we're talking about all of the songs that y'all needed to be listening to every summer of your life. Bye. Bye. <laughs> For now. Right. <laughs> come back. Don't leave. Oh my God. It's just a commercial break. We be right back. <laughs> I'm into that. You think you hot, hot. You ain't got it like me. Don't lie, baby. Tell her the truth. Think of you. I want all eyes on me. What you see is so incredible.
So we are here again talking about motherfucking songs of the sumer. To join us today is the doll. The doll. <laughs> friend to the show, friend in real life, Corey V. Davis. What do we call you now that you're like skincare joint? Just Corey. <laughs> you don't you don't have like a what do we what do we call Corey's business? What do we call it? Consultations by Corey. <laughs> Come on, skin fluencer. Oh, I like that. That's a new thing that people say. I say it. I don't oh. know what people be doing. So yes, yeah, skin influencer To the stars. To be, I mean the stars being us. <laughs> um Speaking of Corey, that. hey doll. Hey, Corey. Corey's supposed to be on the cast to start with as a cast member, but he paid us Mooch and Gooch. This isn't true, y'all. We would uh, never lie to our friends and our co-hosts. You know I love people. I thought people it was honest. in Jess, and that's my story. In Jess, we were serious. I thought Jess, Van Jess, <laughs> the dolls, <laughs> the Nigerian doll babies. Mm-hmm. That's so- y'all. <laughs> 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 Hashtag. So Corey, before we launch into our favorite songs of the summer, can you tell us some? Skincare tips for summer that black people need to know. Sunscreen, hey. Come hey, on, SPF. Get sunscreen and get you a mineral sunscreen. Don't get you no chemical ones because I feel like chemical sunscreens open you up for um, irritation. Mineral sunscreens are less irritating. So for black people, y'all need y'all some sunscreen. I would also suggest a uh, vitamin C complex to boost said sunscreen. And, um, you know, for those moments where you want to look together, but you may not want to beat your mug or you're a guy and you don't, you're not into beating your mug, it's giving you a nice um, bronzer. Mm. Black people can use bronzer to like really pull it all together and give yourself like a really alive look to your skin, a fake bake. I'm not mad at that. What brands do you think, like people who's like skincare newbies, what are some brands they can like lean into? I think a really good skincare brand, and y'all hear me talk about it all the time, is Naturium. I think Naturium is great because they um, have really efficacious uh, yes, formulas right. and you can really um, tailor it to your needs. So like I'm all about getting skincare that is, you know, personal. That's for me. If I'm dealing with dryness, if I'm dealing with hyperpigmentation, I want skincare that's going to deal with that, not to just blindly go out and buy products just because, you know, the name, the name, or because you know it's fifteen percent black owned at Sephora. I think those things are great. (laughs) I think those things are great. Don't get me wrong, but I believe um, that quality of product also matters. So there's that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Corey literally is the only reason that I don't have bumps on my face. Well, I do right now, and that's because I was trying to support a business that was 100% black-owned, and now my face is breaking out and cutting up. I mean, I do be giving you, like, a, a bump here and there because of mask wearing. Y'all know I keep a mask on. But, I mean, other than that, I do see changes since I started listening to everything, Corey. Come on, seeing changes like Santana. Oh, yeah. my God. Shout out to Tupac. What a way to go. All right, Corey, what is your holy grail product? Uh, Lotion P50V by Biologic Research. 
it is an um, exfoliating toner, hmm. and that shit is just holy grail. Um, aside from sunscreen, that acid exfoliating toner is hands down my holy grail. And how often do you use that? I used to use it every day, mm-hmm. but now I use it maybe mm, three times a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to over exfoliate, and I think that we over exfoliate as a people, as a people, mm-hmm. as a family. Yeah, yeah. And so you talk a lot about retinol. Can you please explain to the people thirty plus Maybe. about retinol? The girls don't know retinols. They renew your skin from a cellular level. So when you're a baby, when you're a kid, when you're in your youth. Your skin turns over much quicker than when it does when you're older. So when you're older, you need a little help to tell your skin cells, bitch, regenerate. (laughs) Because when you have those old skin cells that just stay on top of your face, Mm. you know, that's that's dead skin cells. Those are wrinkles. Those are, you know, hyperpigmentation. Those are clogged pores. When you put a retinol on, it's basically shortening the lifespan of your skin cells. So your skin is um, renewing. Um, at a faster level so you always have um, basically like a fresh layer of mm-hmm. dewy skin that is um, that's at the surface versus having a bunch of layers of dead skin cells and dullness and dryness and ashiness on your face so Bye, retinol sure. is very um, personal as well you have your retinol your retinoic acid you have your retinol the hides and you have a gambit to choose from. So if you are too sensitive to like a, a retin-A, which is a tretinoin, or something Informed. The dog knows <laughs> I was going to say, because these are words that we don't use if, on a if, basis. If you, if you are too sensitive for a tretinoin, if you're too sensitive for an adapalene, which is like a deferin, you can try something that's like a, a retinaldehyde that's a bit more um, gentle on your skin. So you can find something that's over the counter by like a CeraVe is a good uh, brand. Avene um, is a good brand. It's one of those French drugstore brands. Uh, Rock, you see those commercials all the time. Mm-hmm. Rock Retinol, that's a good one to start. You know, um, I use the Ordinary Retinol, and that's a good one to start too because it has the squalene in it, which is you know which helps your moisture barrier. So and and Retinol can can be moisture barrier um, disrupting. So you definitely want to um, moisturize, 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 and protect your skin barrier when you're using the retinol. Go off. Mm -hmm. Everybody got clear skin just from listening to that. Hopefully better credit. (laughs) (laughs) I know mine has gone up. Same. The pandemic has been great to the credit score. So, summer is finally here. It's hot too. Well, not today. Not today. Yeah, it's been rainy, drainy, but it was real hot last week. Last weekend was crazy. Mm-hmm. And so we are gathered today to talk about our favorite summer anthems. What's that face? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so many. It's so many, but there are some songs I feel like that just scream summer. So, <laughs> so because we are classy based, we'll let our guests go first. Bye, Daniva. I love classy days. Um, so my first summer anthem is, uh, The Roof by, uh, Mariah Carey. A story. (laughs) If anyone's read the book, y'all know what happened with The Roof. Yeah, The Roof was deep. 
I feel like The Roof is one of those songs where when I was a kid, it made me like want to move to New York and like hang out on a rooftop after like a torrential downpour in <laughs> August and drink with my friends and stuff. And that video really gives me those vibes. And so whenever I listen to it, I'm just like transported into like a really cool mm, Bronx rooftop perhaps. Mm. So for anybody that didn't read Mariah Carey's book, which you should, she talks about the backstory of the roof and like the what she's saying in the lyrics is literally what happened the first mm-hmm. time she hung out with Derek Jeter. Mm-hmm. She literally had on brown. It was literally a warm November night. She literally had on all brown. And that was like she was she snuck out because she was still married to Tommy. And, and he so, wasn't letting her do a damn. Yeah, and so she would like sneak out to go to acting classes and stuff like that. And she wanted, she told him that she like wanted this very particular pizza from this particular place. So a driver took her, and then she snuck out of the pizza store and went and met up with Derek the Jeter. Jeter. And so their first date is her recapping what happened on the roof. The roof is her recapping what happened on their first date. And if you haven't read the book, listen to the audible version because like. Hearing her tell the stories is so much more impactful. Like, I would actually listen to it again. It was a great book. I need to listen to it. It was really good. 10 out of 10, I recommend. Okay. It was my first, like, audible situation, too. Like, I don't usually give an audiobook to mm-hmm. you, but I liked it. Cute. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, number two. Um... Is going to be C R U S H by Sierra. Yes, like that, that song, is so good. That song takes me back to my childhood in South Carolina. Like when I first discovered like bass and quad, uh, what we used to call booty shake music. I guess you know it. It was. It just makes me want to like go to a skating rink and mm-hmm. just like yeah. It's just a perfect anthem for the summertime. It's a sickening song. Got a crush. And Sierra's perfect oh, all around. Yeah. Personally, Wilson. Period. Uh, another one. This one is real. This one, like, really um, is a special one in my heart, in my core zone. And <laughs> it is uh, Luxury by Azealia yes. Banks. Mm-hmm. It's, That's perfect for summer. It's yes, perfect it for summer. It was Listen a really now. good moment in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, when this when this album came out, well, when this mixtape came out, like New York was so fun. I was mm-hmm. living in Williamsburg. I was in my twenties, and it just reminds me of like hot days in Williamsburg, traipsing around, mm-hmm. being fucked up with my friends, and yeah, aka us, right? Hey y'all, hey hi, hello, yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? That was the hi, name yo. of our first episode. Hey, hi, I remember. Yep. What's up? Mm-hmm. Come on, nostalgia. Nostalgia wow. Ultra. Uh, Rap, Azealia. That's Tree. Um, I would just throw it back to the old school. Um, oh. Searching by Roy Ayers. Yes. I mean, again, that song just makes me think of Summers in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. When I first moved here and when we was like traipsed about when, when Havana Outpost was still black. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Just like walking, like and just seeing the beautiful brown stones that you only saw on TV, and mm-hmm. you're like, "Wow, I actually live here." 
and I'm actually like experiencing like what Roy Ayers was talking about and everybody loves the sunshine and, mm-hmm. and I'm here so that song always reminds me of a beautiful summer black people love a Roy Ayers mm-hmm. period brand new feeling remember they used to be our song oh my god like just screaming <laughs> like a pickup note screaming so I live in like the Fort DuPont Park area like Benning Park Hannah Place Simple City side of Southeast D.C. And we used to go to Fort DuPont Park like once a week to hear live music and Roy Ayers was always out there. And this is like when I was like four and up, mm-hmm. like just out there with the old folks because I was the only child at that time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I miss it. Memories. And he has a great song called Memories as well. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, and then I feel like my, um, my last song, my number five songs of the summer is... Um, Middle of the Summer by Playboy Cardi featuring <laughs> I was waiting Red Cold Hearted <laughs> So okay let me tell y'all something Corey, Corey love Cardi Corey is the oldest of our group but Corey is so tapped into Gen Z Red It's like, crazy Sa Baby, Playboy Cardi Uzi Slime Gang All Kirby of the people Red, Gunna, Triple Red, Lil Key, Lil Got It. Oh my god. I don't know none of these niggas. They make Corey quality knows every single music. one of them little boy songs. They that make quality, hilarious. quality music. And I just feel like us older people need to give these kids an opportunity to express themselves ah! musically. I'm serious because I feel like you know, people give younger generations a lot of shit for their lack of um, range when it comes of, of, of how they express themselves musically. But I think that we have to look at, not to, not to, to, to you know, to take it too deeply, but I just feel like we have to look at the environment in which that they have grown up in. Like mm-hmm. we, like our generation was probably like the last generation to have a music class in public school, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, even if none of us ever picked up an instrument, we could probably vaguely say, oh, okay, a piano sounds like that, mm-hmm. or a saxophone sounds like that. Mm-hmm. You know, these kids don't necessarily have that because, you know, it's all about STEM mm-hmm. and things like that. And so when these kids hear a sample from, you know, a couple of years ago and they have a computer that's in front of them with a keyboard, or, I don't know, I just feel like. I feel like the younger generation, they're doing the best that they can with what they have. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, a lot of older people be grumpy old men and grumpy old women, criticize <laughs> them all the time. Because I really think that they say they got some cool shit, you yeah. know? So I think we should all give our uh, younger brothers and sisters a chance. Fun fact about Corey also is that he is like one of the most trusted ears in our friend group just because Banfish. So, (laughs) whenever it comes to like a production set, Corey and I have sat on the phone and talked at length about London on the track and how fucking HBCU bands could take Summer Walkers over it and like masterclass it for the world. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, he's right. He do be right at all times. Yeah. Wow. Most of the time. Okay, so I'll go next. Um, So, 
number this not in a particular order, just the list that it's in right now. So first up, I have Gina Thompson, The Thing You Do, Witnessy. I don't know what it is about that song. I think the video, she's like outside, it's summertime, and she walking down Central Park Avenue. She just, <laughs> It just looked like summer. It looked like fun, and I just was like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Just something about that video just reminded me of summer. Like how everybody be like, A. Marie is like the spring. The, spring. Mm -hmm. the Thing You Do is like, Summer. Sound like summer to me. Like yeah. it just sound like just very ice summer. cream truck. Vibes. Yes, yeah. and just walking around New York, being cute with my like leather pants on. You know, and everything looked more fun back then. Anyway, that was yeah. like Missy's introduction to everything mm -hmm. when she first like had her solo moment. The he 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 Yeah, I love that. My movie. favorite part was. <laughs> <laughs>
sexy nighttime when the breeze start kind of coming mm-hmm. through. And my last song is Action. Action. Sweetie. Come on, the original Sweetie. Um, by Nadine Sutherland and Tara Fabulous. So, um, that song just reminds me of block parties at my sister's house because my niece's birthday is July 4th. And so, she had finessed the block into always doing a block party on July 4th and she wanted to throw her her daughter a birthday party. Come on. Resourcefulness. See? So every July 4th, we'll be right down there. Shout out to everybody on 16th, 17th Street. Um, and just doing the butterfly all the way to the ground, the golden pepper seed and all that kind of stuff. So just remind me, just, that's like summer childhood. I'm always going to think about action. Shake mm-hmm. it to the ground. So those are my all-time, those are some of my all-time summer songs. Song. Yeah, because it's like, this is really hard to encapsulate into a list of fucking five songs because I always want to feel like how I feel in summer. Mm. So, with that being said, jumping into my list, ahead. Donald can't feel when that's on. That Donald lover feels like summer. I'm obsessed with him still. He's cute. Yeah. He's so cute. My kind of guy. Okay. From an all-time perspective, I honestly think that I could attribute a lot of the Neptunes, like early mm-hmm. Neptunes catalog mm-hmm. to summer. Mm-hmm. Just the way the pew, 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 like all of that just makes me feel like outside and mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. But 702 Star. Great song. Yes, like... I don't know. They are in the skating ring, in the video. It's just fun. They look cute. So cute. We Happy song. Talk. <laughs> you my hand. I don't know. I just love everything about that song. It makes me feel like, oh, I need to go outside and play in the heat. Oh, and also, shout out to fucking Irish and Misha for being on the BET Encore show. Best show on TV. They can't sing at all no more, but it's a good show. Um... Funny story about my next song. So, Ghost Town DJs, my boo. Yes. Duh. Like, Duh. if this not on your summer list, then mm-hmm. who are you? And have you ever been outside? So, I went to a performing arts high school. But, like, the end of the school year before I went to high school, so middle school, I think that's what, eighth grade, mm-hmm. we had to do, like, a tour of the high schools and, like, go visit or whatever, like you do for college. So, we didn't have a bell system. We had, like, a radio station in our school at the high school that it would play songs. It would play music in between class. I knew I was going. I knew I was going to Duke Ellington when they played fucking my boo in between (laughs) class. I was like, oh, I'm going here. I was like, oh yeah, let me sign up right now. I'm auditioning as soon as summer over with. I was like, yes, I have to go here. So Ghost Town DJs my boo is the song. It's a good song. It is, and I feel like everybody that has like put it in a song or remade it or done anything with it a hit. Mm -hmm. Body party a hit. Like. Are we kidding? Um, because Atlanta and country and like spent my manhood there. So what? Feel my best so year. Good song. And I heard. Jazzy Faye was in a production. So what? Even if you were little, you could dance like Kaya on that. That's like a hot spot, right? I would never get Kaya in that fucking pickup truck. Oh, or whatever she was dancing to. Like Kay, she said, Wang ah, it. Kang Wang, ah, it. Kang Wang is a good song. If we though. were a little older, that would be on our list. 
honestly. K Wayne would have I mean, K Wayne came out when I was in high school. See? Because, oh. because in South Carolina, like K Wayne and My Neck, My Back came out literally like two years before it was on MTV. Oh. So I had heard about K Wayne in like maybe 2001. We need to have an episode about that. How like certain songs regionally get broken where they're meant to be. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the songs that we got like heard about that were popular when we were living in Atlanta broke in Atlanta strip clubs, mm-hmm. and that's why we would know music. Yep, and my white tee was probably mm-hmm. three years old by the time we were like freshmen. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and what I noticed that when I would go back home. They'd be like, what are y'all talking about? Exactly, but they wouldn't know the like music. a year or so later, then they would know what I was talking about. Even stuff like Soulja Boy wasn't out mm-hmm, in D.C. Right. when we was listening to it in Atlanta. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I would come home for the summer and like be playing it, and they'd be like, oh, you real Atlanta. Even fucking Electric Red, like stuff like that came out earlier mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And I was like, hmm, interesting that y'all don't know music. Wow. Mm. Sucks to be you. So um, like I said, Mariah Carey is on all of our lists. Heartbreaker, please. Oh, mm-hmm. The original and the remix. Mm-hmm. Give it here. It just makes me feel so happy. Like, another thing that they used to play at the skating rink. I don't know. The video was everything mm-hmm. where she was, like, fighting herself. Bianca. I don't want to let go. Oh. I, can, I can leave you alone. Low-rise jean me. Crochet top me. That makes me want to go to Coney Island. I didn't want to do it. Give me a love. Give me a love. Sing. Ugh. I love that song. She's the one. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised we haven't talked about Rihanna more, but oh, nah, nah, what's my name? Oh, nah, nah. Where's the train? <laughs> Where's the train? What's the shade? Nah, us both doing that. I'm done with the cast. Walking out. Where's the shade? Now where's the train? Where's the train? Where's the shade? Train is a false concept. Don't believe anything that you've heard. I'm it's just, sorry. it's in jest. It is oh, in Van Jest. What's the shade? That's Let me funny. tell you something. I, that jacket, that black and white striped jacket shot from H&M, and I had that jacket, and I wore that, that jacket That outfit out. was actually crazy. <laughs> the Lau era is my least favorite Rihanna yeah, era. Crazy. It was like, you can't go from being like this gothic priestess giving us dungeon vibes and Russian roulette and barbed wire bras to fucking Urban Outfitters. I was mad, but it's songs on there. It's songs on there. I'm sorry. It wasn't really giving you Urban Outfitters. It was giving you more like Betsy Johnson. And I hate that even more. It was Sky. I'm not doing a cartwheel on the runway. It's Sky. (laughs) (laughs) It's Sky. Um, I think that that was five, but I have to have an honorable mention because I wear Culture by Tedra Moses out every summer now, it seems like. When we had that fucking road trip from, we did like nine cities in nine days. We went to like Albuquerque, New Mexico, Roswell, uh, El Paso, Texas, Sodoro, Sedona, Segoro, Scottsdale. Like we just went all over the place on that Southwest, Southwest excursion. And, um... Culture was the theme, and that was summer, so I always attribute that to summer now, too. Hit music. Cute. Songs be out, and they be good. They do be. That whole section on um, Bubba, like, it's free fall, culture, and then the worst in me, Mm -hmm. hit music. Let me tell you, Bubba reaches its apex when Puff Lock comes on. 
Really? Pumpline's my shit. See, and I always start at Bexo and then let it slide back. Oh, y'all crazy. I started Go DJ. My favorite songs are Go DJ, Listen to the Music, and that song with um, Mick Free Jenkins. Fall. No. Free Fall. Free Fall is it. Free Fall, uh, Puffly, and um, what you just said. Um, Culture? No. Worse Than Me? No. Vexo. Uh, um, Vexo. Like that, those three songs. I mean, you can honestly put that entire album on, and I'm He's gonna like do whatever you need. Yeah. Y'all don't, y'all don't like the song with Mick Jenkins, girl. <laughs> That's my song. When he be like, he nobody like, could have curved. <laughs> no, I, nobody talked about that song, and I'm like, that is my favorite song on the album. And he be like, I can see through the front, she was curvy. The sun and the operate, and I quiz. I, it's all about timing. Aunts always say, I, when they dance and sing. You know, it's we, a were having, we were having a conversation about how aunt is the motivic through line for black. <laughs> it's really, really bad. Like, in every side of black is an aunt. Mm-hmm. And the way that she acts, and everybody know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to say that out loud. The sphere of honor. So, I feel like this is a hard task to ask of anyone, but what are some of the songs of the summer for you this summer? Because, mm. like I said, it's it's getting hot. I mean, there also there's going to be some carryover from last year because summer ain't happened yet, right? Yeah. And, like, we didn't really get a summer last year. Right. So Atlanta did. These are facts. Child. <laughs> we drag Atlanta on a daily basis. <laughs> and it's bad because we all going to be at homecoming. Watch. I got to be there in August for wetness. So. See? <laughs> I was just so there. I had to go get my hair done. It's so banshee. I just. Atlanta <laughs> <laughs> is such a banshee place. Yeah, it, and it's very different now. Like, don't none of our friends live in the city. Everybody is spread out, so they only gather for like baby showers and shit. Oh, Suburban Atlanta is even really? worse. Mm-hmm. Oh. Suburban Atlanta is even worse. Suburbs anywhere. Is and worse. it's far. Hell no. Yeah. Lindsay Ann lives in Alpharetta. What is, I don't know what that means. So. Exactly. Yeah. If it's outside of the perimeter, I just don't. Okay. Yeah. Madden live in Sandy Springs. Like the people, not to call out the girls' locations, but. Right, I like the, telling the children where everybody did it. But far. <laughs> I can hear Sandy Springs without laughing. Y'all know that. <laughs> We I, 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 I'm not. I actually don't know why. So we'll Good. talk offline. Yeah, we'll talk offline. <laughs> so for me, I feel like last summer was stolen for me, and my anthem from last summer was the City on Lock album, City Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm carrying it over to this summer, and I don't care. I will every time they talk about City on Lock, I tweet them and be like, "Run it back to summer 2020." <laughs> they be like. They be tweet like Carisha and JC be like, I'm so sad that we didn't really get to do City on Lock like we wanted to. And it's like, y'all don't gotta move on. Like, what you call it? What's the name? Doja Cat been on Hot Pink for 20 years. And it's all good. Y'all can keep going on to the, the City on Lock. I like that here. album. We available. So I'm very much on City on Lock. This old man, Jobs is still a hit to me. Jobs is good. Um, I know the twerkalator choreography. You can watch it on my TikTok. <laughs> when I do my dance, money fight, these niggas throwing bands, JT, I ain't playing. Oh my god. Um also, Dream Doll, What You Like, 
Tell me what you like. I be talking my shit, but you know I can fight. I love Dream Dawn. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, no, I love Dream Dawn now. I've liked her since Where You At. Really? Where You At is a cute ass. I album. love Dream. She I said, I want to Bronx. You know how I'm coming. Dream a trip. You better pay me in luggage. That's everything. That's cute. That's everything. Love her. And also, Ah Ah, which was Song of the 2020. I am a hookah. I- <laughs> He's not lying. He's not lying. <laughs> I am. The fuck? Kawhi Eva Uka. So, I'm sorry. I, I, I was my favorite song last year. That's ghetto, but I'm telling y'all the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is because I did not get to really live and experience it. It's still going to be my song of 2021. We are and outside then deprived. The last, the last is um, Carlay. If y'all don't know, most people know her as um, Jerrica, Young Thug's girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. I don't know their status currently. I don't know. Because they don't be claiming each other no more on social media, but they don't mean not together because, you know, people be blocked and in the bed next to each other. <laughs> Ooh, the turmoil. <laughs> she yeah, not lying. It really yeah, gives that. People do it. It gives that. I That's mean, I, I've been there. But um, Carlay got two songs on Slime Language Shooter I Love. I like featuring Koi LeRae. I've been waiting for oh, um, We love that song. Yeah, we love that song. It's so and good. Trance, um, which is, is um, Carlay and some guy, I don't remember his name, but um, both of them songs Duke. is lit. Then we feel like, I actually made a video, you know that filter that say outside, it's like outside is mm-hmm. calling. And it's me in the house twerking because I was bored, but I'm like, not that I'm scared to put it on social, but you know how like sometimes if you like post certain things on social media, then people gonna be in your DMs being weird, like, oh, you doing so much, or like, you know, like I tell you, mind your business and let people do. So what I want. haven't posted it because I'm like, I feel like people gonna be annoying, but I'm I'm going off and I want to <laughs> post it. <laughs> um, and it's to um trance. I love that song so. For me, it's the female rappers. That's when and where I enter this summer. Nicki Minaj is late. Look good, though. She do look good. She still got my damn nerves. Yeah, <clears throat> Let me stop before the Bob's boycott the show. <laughs> Corey, you want to go next or is it me? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to carry over double CCs. By- yes! <laughs> you can't even get out without laughing. I'm carrying over double, double CCs. That was my shit. It's such a good song. It makes me feel happy. Um, I really enjoyed uh, White Tea by Summer Summer Walker Mm -hmm. featuring No One Noah last summer. Like that song, it was just like a cool, chill summer anthem. And I love the video because it's like the only video where Summer Walker is like smiling and having fun. Like the only one <laughs> ever recorded. I'm gonna be in turmoil and distress. She for do. nothing. She be in like melancholy, but I get it. Melancholia is just a state of being. Sometimes I I, I get it. Um, I also really love No Idea by uh, Don Olivier. Like that's uh, also you know what? Not Don Olivier. <laughs> 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 
Don't Know to Olivier is just oh, one of my favorite songs from last summer. I'm carrying over. What else? I have a a, a, a whole list here. I'm going to say Get Me by Bugatti Bieber and featuring Kehlani. Oh, a hit, though. That song is a vibe. It's a really, it makes me want to like lay on, lay on a blanket Bieber? in the park. Do you know that song? Yes, no. but I'm upset. Corey exclusively <laughs> calls him that. That's Yeah, Bergini called him that. Like after Yams called him that, I was just like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna have a call this too." <laughs> um, Old brand. And then, like very last song of the summer for 2021 is a uh, snake by Lil Key. I'm gonna say, "Move your body like a snake." <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, not I that. I knew one. he wasn't talking. About it. Oh wait, oh wait, take that out. Because I, I forgot, I forgot that was R Kelly. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I love the aura. I'm leaving it in. And Flamatoria. No, Key Snake is a is a amazing, amazing song. Okay. So if we are running songs back from years past because we are outside deprived that we couldn't party to them, Mm -hmm. don't let go by Cassie was a slept on hit. I played that song so fucking much last year and did nothing to it because who listened to Cassie music except for me? Right. That's why. Um, that's it's Solange. Like, you and Solange. Because um, Solange loves Cassie. Taste. Endo is, is a perfect song. It is. Let's run that back. Mm. Let's talk about that. Stab. <laughs> <laughs> Azealia Banks is my all. Did you see that video for me? I need to. Oh my God. You need to send it to me so I'm going to send it to Dwight. Okay. Um, you ready to suckle some cans? <laughs> are you going to juggle some balls? It's like, are you ready to eat some fucking ass? Some ass. Let's talk about that. Stab. <laughs> then she like stabs a knife into the butcher block. <laughs> She's crazy. But that's not the first time that she said, let's talk about that. I don't know what she was yelling about, but her hair was all disheveled. She had like this oversized pink grandma t-shirt. She was like, let's talk about that. Huh? The huh? I have to see this. She's a bad out of hair. Pull up the video, dog. Will. Okay. (laughs) Hot, hot by Brie Runway. You love that song. Song of the summer, every summer from now until the end of time. Love it. I'm obsessed with Brie Runway, actually. Very gorgeous girl. So pretty and talented. Like, people need to give the doll a chance. She got music out, but Hot Hot is probably, like, her best song so far to me. It's even better than the one that she did with Missy. Because mm. she had that ATM song, ATM, ATM. That doesn't sound nice. Corey, don't be seen. Keep us honest, Corey Anger. Um, also, I don't know how you didn't say this. Losing by Joyce Rice is a song of the summer. Is it? Oh. <laughs> I think it's more like a spring. Interesting. You get A. Marie vibes. <laughs> I guess I can see why you would say spring. I don't know who likes spring. That's a song, right? That's losing, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just making sure I'm not being crazy. I love that song, though. I do, too. And then... I don't know when this came out, actually, but that amorphous song, Sunshine with Fat Joe, and they sample Rihanna. Oh, mm-hmm. We went on that song, boy. Everything. Love that song. <laughs> I didn't know you liked that song. Mm-hmm. I didn't know It's fine. I'm ghetto. And then, speaking of, like, compilation music and shit like that, that DJ Khaled album, the song with fucking her and Migos. Talk about it. We going crazy. We going crazy. 
That shit. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Everything. Music. Yeah. Hit music. Just like. That was a hit though. Just like you know, I hated that song. It was awful. It was so obnoxious. Also, I think on your computer, I want to upload "Maybe" by just just Dream Sky. Oh, oh, it's it's highlighted too because I'm thirsty. Yeah, it was sitting there, and I was like, oh yeah, that was definitely a summer moment. What's the color was a good song. Girlfriend was a is a good summer song. It is. Mm-hmm. Justin Scott, come on the cast. Come talk to us. If I dream did that. Yeah. And it all just dropped the new project. Oh, wait. This little summer playlist, your summer rewind, is actually going off. Yeah. Because I forgot I love the Cyanide remix by Daniel Caesar and Coffee. Mm-hmm. That was my shit. Jara Jara. Mm-hmm. You know, I was playing the gift for three Jara, years straight. Jara Jara. Oh, I'm going to say Guara's Guara. <laughs> <laughs> what else is on here? Oh, I love Jayla Darden, but y'all not gonna agree. I'ma spare y'all. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> he said thanks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> anyway, it's hot outside. What songs y'all like? Tell me what you like. That was me talking to the audience. Yeah, I can't wait for the summer. What are y'all as we rap? What are y'all summer plans? Like, what are y'all looking most forward to in a? Pandemic summer. Getting the fuck out. In our out. second pandemic summer. I feel like hair tats. <laughs> Are you really getting your hands tats? I would love to. I feel like that would be a, a really cool thing to do. Uh, summer twenty one hand tats. I do want to finish my sleeve. We should go together. I'm down for that. I like hand tats, and then I like want um I want something like right here. Oh, like the Rihanna joint. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna show you. He said, no. Yeah, why, would I, why would I put ISIS up on the mushroom? I'm one of the girls, but not that one. Okay. I'm one of the girls, but, but not, not that girl. <laughs> Corey, please leave this microphone. Listen. Uh, uh, I'm going to show you, though, this placement. Um, it's so fire. I want a neck tattoo. Like I'm just here to. I'm just here for the shits. I, I see. I see neck tat and hand tat. I'm. Mm. I fully condone this. I endorse this message. I think that I'm just gonna continue to be domestic. Dan, the people are fully vaccinated. I'm getting the fuck. I am supposed to be going to like Austin to see my mentor. I'm supposed to be going to Chicago to hang out with most of my homeboys. I'm supposed to be going with you to LA. Like, just get me out. I mean, I'm gonna be in different places, but I'm not going outside. That's fair. Oh, That's okay. fair. I'll I don't be in a house like, somewhere else. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. But also, I showed you this. Whose oh, body mm-hmm. is it? I know that. Oh. I wanted to know. I don't like that. You always try to source the dates. Why not? Oh, I love that. And that's yeah. from um, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that means. Valor Margulis. Um, I, I, we can talk offline. You know, I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, mm, do we have to? Game of Thrones, this is a bit too mythical. mythical. Uh, show, but you know, my last name is Muse. I like all that shit. Yeah, you know, I'm more of a, um, y'all know what I did watch with my BET Plus, uh, subscription? No. Aside from, aside from Bigger, which is so sickening. Bigger is good. Uh, the, uh, Trap Queens. 
Okay, so they're Good. on season two, right? Yes. My friend Aunt was on there. Yes, yeah, she was my friend, Philly. but she's my homegirl. Miss Thelma? Mm-hmm. It was a good episode. Take that out, though. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Well, no, because I didn't say her name, so it's fine. That's a good episode. It was also... So, like, legendary. Everything. A show. Love but it. Shannon from... Is that... Miyaki? Balenciaga. 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 Was she not on Trap Queens for that $17.5 million thing? There was a trans woman on the first season of Trap Queens, and I didn't see it. So I just assumed it Mm-mm. was Shannon. It was a... Uh, um, he's not really... They're not really, like, tr- trans woman, like, fish. Mm-hmm. More like gender non-conforming. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, and they were, like, very much like a man. He... <laughs> no, no, no. no. At that time, because it was actually Lisa Ray's stylist. Oh. <laughs> he was, like, oh. a stylist to, like, all the black girls. Okay. In Hollywood. Like, Lisa Ray, like, all of them. And... Because he started out as, oh shit, what was he doing? He started out as as selling drugs or whatever, but he tried to like um, flip it around, Mm -hmm. like try to basically launder the money or whatever. And so he did that by opening hair salons. And then later he started like styling people like Vivica A. Fox and like. What do that even entail? Styling white, white and stuff like that. He was actually on 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 the episode of like Girlfriends too. Like remember uh, Maya's cousin who who had the hair salon mm-hmm. situations situations. So the dude, the the person who you're talking about would do uh, like guest appearances on on um, girlfriends. Random, dead ass. Yeah. I love backstory. I also love the name. Situations. It was all on the web. It was all on a, on that episode though. Cause they had Waldo Geraldo Faldo on there playing the gays, mm-hmm. and he said, "Girl, you gotta get down here now. It's a situation down in situations." That's always gonna be funny. That to was me. Ho- Waldo, mm-hmm. Waldo, Faldo playing the girls. I did not the girls. put two and two together. Definitely two him. Two. I don't know that song. <laughs> it's by Tink. It's by Tink. It's called Two and Two. And it's you got know, the like previous cats beat by Music Soul. Yeah. Oh, do. okay. I'm intrigued. Because I love that song. And she's talking about when your man be saying something, but you put two or two together. Ghetto. <laughs> and on that note, this has been another episode. <laughs> Corey, thank Wait, you so much. Wait, I didn't get for to co- say what I was looking forward to this summer. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to moving into my house. I was trying to skip you because you was being inflammatory, but go ahead. Uh, I can't wait to move into my house. The dog is gonna be home home. and be putting my house together and turn this house into a home like Luther. I know that's right. I know that's into right. a home. Oh, oh. Y'all remember that episode of Martin? Nikki Gilbert? Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, when, I know these motherfuckers when, know what I'm talking she, about. She was acting scary at uh, first, yes. and then they had to take the mic. He was like, give him too much, you're giving him too much. Martin is a cool one. Nuts. Love like, Fool with it. <laughs> now, with that. <laughs> Happy summer solstice, Corey. Thanks for coming on. Thanks Thank for doing you for your skincare me. tips. The skincare um, ball, this is great. Corey, can you do want to share your socials? People can be abreast of your skincare tips and tricks. <laughs> My social <laughs> is Corey Aga underscore. That's C O R E A G A underscore at. Instagram. 
that's my only social media that I'm willing to share with you people. I know that's you right. People. Boundaries. <clears throat> I love them. My Twitter is private, so if y'all y'all are my friends and y'all 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 already you know what it is. Corey don't even let us retweet him. I be having to copy and paste and put an RT just to be annoying. Uh, the old way, mm-hmm. old school paved the old way. Old school pave the way. Old school pave the way. <laughs> this show is nuts. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Not this duck walk. Play two and two. Baby, our duck walk's so terrible. <laughs> it just don't exist. I'm still recording. Where is the button at? <sighs>